spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. talk, talk, talk you can't talk, stop talk, Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice. Cindy from Jacksonville, good morning, and thanks for calling the Mark K Show. David joins us from Ponte Vedra. Claudia in St. Augustine. This is the Mark K Show. It's Friday! Oh, yeah, and I want to kick off today with something uh, very special. I'm going to play you something. I want you to tell me what it is. Ready? Listen very carefully. Listen, listen carefully and tell me what this is. Oh my God, that hurt my ears. That was really, that was a lot more shrill on the uh, when I'm wearing headphones than it was when I'm just sitting in the studio. That is uh, that. What do you think that is? What do you think that is? Do you think that's what? Uh, something falling, right? Hillary Clinton trying to try, walk up steps, maybe, but uh, that's not it. Uh, James Comey's book sales. That's another good guess. That's another good guess. That's not it either. Any more? Uh, campaign contributions to the DNC. Oh, that's a good one. No, it's none of those things. It is actually unemployment, which fell below 4%, which hasn't happened since 2000. 2000, that's 18 years ago. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm no economist. I have no idea what it means, but I just have to think that when you have fewer unemployed people in the country, it's good. It's good because more people are making money, more people are paying taxes. When more people pay taxes, you can tax people less. There's more money for, you know, uh, you know, bombs and walls and things like that. I mean, it just seems to me like having low unemployment is really good. And I'm not the only one because it seems to be the high, the uh, big headline everywhere. On the Drudge Report, April unemployment, 3.9% with a big smiley face. The yellow, you know, like the Walmart, let's cut the, uh, you know, like the... That guy, a big picture of that thing, and everyone seems to be happy because everybody has a job. And I and I have to think that when you have unemployment that's so low, and you have uh, and you have a, a, a presidential approval rating that is so high, up to fifty one percent. That's more. And again, I'm no economist, but I know that fifty one percent is more than half the country. More than half of the country. Despite what you may hear or see, despite what all the rappers who aren't Kanye West are telling you, uh, 51% approve of the job the president's doing. Whoopie-dee-scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's that's some whoop-dee-scoop-dee news right there. That's some poopity-poop, man. 51% presidential approval rating, 3.9% unemployment. This continues, and with all the bad news... With all the stuff the press are reporting on Stormy Daniels, and man, we we got some open mics yesterday about Stormy Daniels. Why do you keep talking about it? Well, I'm sorry, it happens to be the thing that it happens to be the thing in the news. But you know, when you, with the press trying to tear everything down, you have to look at it as. And we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but it bears repeating that when you look at Donald Trump and you look at the people that voted for him, and you look at the problem with presidential elections and really all elections, 
really all elections. The problem with all of them is that they turn out to be personality contests or or po- what do you call it? Um, when you're looking at popularity contests that they want to vote for the most popular person, the person who it seems cool to vote for. Bill Clinton was the, the perfect example of this. Bill Clinton just seemed cool. You know, he went on Arsenio Hall and played the saxophone and he wore those sunglasses and he was way cooler than George H.W. Bush at the time. We found out later he was a huge D-bag and that George W. Bush, H.W. Bush was way cooler because he was jumping out of airplanes and stuff. But at the time, he seemed cool, so everybody voted for him. Same with Barack Obama, way cooler than John McCain, like a thousand times cooler than John McCain. John McCain was old. I mean, still it. John McCain's been old for like 50 years, but he was not. the. He didn't he didn't get you get you going like Barack Obama did. He didn't have the online support. People weren't crying at his rallies. He didn't have the big Roman columns. Just wasn't cool enough to be to be elected president. And somewhere along the lines, probably about year six or seven of the Obama years, when people realized that the country was horrible, that we didn't have any money, that taxes were so high that the rest of the country was basically walking all over, or the rest of the world was walking all over us. About that time, people realized, you know what? Maybe the best-looking, most popular, most well-rounded and refined candidate isn't the one we need to vote for. Maybe we need to vote for the one that's going to get the frickin' job done. And that's when Donald Trump walked in and said, I'm going to get the job done. And I don't care what tapes you play of me from way back when, when I was on the bus with Billy Bush. I don't care which women I, you know, supposedly was uh, lecherous to. You parade up and down. I don't care who I call what name on television. I don't care what reporters you think I'm making fun of. I don't care about any of that. There's a job to do, and I'm going to get it done. And he comes into office. And as much as the press try to describe him and, 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 and basically, you know, paint this picture of him as a horrible person, which, let's face it, maybe he could be. I mean, we all have faults. We all have problems. None of us are perfect. Don't go digging around into my past because I don't know. I don't I'm scared to think what you would find. But, you know, none of us are perfect and he's not a perfect person. But, man, unemployment is at three point nine percent, which hasn't happened in 18 years. Clearly, somebody's doing something right. We have a we have a tax cut, the first, the biggest really in history, not just for personal taxes, but corporate taxes. And the corporate taxes have been funneling money right back into your pocket. Right back. You know what? Here at this company, and I've told everybody this, our company gave every employee the tax cut that Donald Trump gave them right back. They said, hey, we got this tax cut. We really and they did it. I mean, look, they did it because they like us, but also they can't have the money laying around. They're going to get taxed on it. So they gave, they gave it right back to us. And nobody's complaining. Nobody's walking around. going, man, my kids, I even taught them because we got a little bonus. And we went out and we celebrated. And they said, you know, daddy, what's going on? I said, well, Donald Trump gave my company money. And the company said, since Donald Trump gave us money, we are going to give it back to all our employees. So daddy got some money from Donald Trump and they and my kids now run around going, yay, Donald Trump. Yay, he gave us money, which is ironic because Barack Obama promised to give people money. He was going to spread the wealth around. Remember, he was going to buy people's cell phones. Barack Obama was going to do all that and didn't. Donald Trump said, I'm not going to do that and then ended up doing it. Because he's actually getting the job done. He's not worried about the popularity contest. You can you can watch you can go on Donald Trump's Twitter and in in three tweets, you'll realize that he does not care what you think about him. He does not care if he's popular. He does not care if you would vote him to be the, the I don't know what most eloquent president ever. In fact, speaking of prizes, 
Speaking of prizes, there is a huge call for Donald Trump to win the Nobel Peace Prize. In fact, at his rally last week when they were doing the White House uh, with the press, uh, you know, the thing with the comedian who made all the jokes, uh, the the uh, the rally that Donald Trump was at, the crowd broke out into chants about the Nobel Peace Prize. That's very nice. Thank you. Nobel. <laughs> I just want to get the job done. So there. OK, see, and this is the exact point. This is the the crowd's chanting no bell. Nope, which is funny because they used to chant lock her up. Remember that? Lock her up. Lock. I kind of that was of all the chants, the lock her up was my favorite. But but the no bell's cool too. So anyway, they've got this chant going no bell, no bell. And Donald Trump, what does he say? He says that's very nice. Thank you, but I just want to get the job done. And that. Is the key to the presidency. That is the key to winning the ultimate prize. The Nobel Peace Prize is squat. It's nothing. All prizes, all awards, all trophies, unless it's like an athletic trophy and you really, unless you like, you know, it's the welterweight champion and you really pummel somebody. But any of these awards that are that are presented by committee, they're all BS. Every single one of them. Awards mean nothing. And in fact, the people that usually win the awards are the ones who are too busy and too focused on winning the award to actually win at anything else. Because prizes are not reflective of actual accomplishment. If you look at any award ever handed out, Oscars, Grammys, Emmys, Golden Globes, whatever it is, they go to people who a small handful of other folks want to impress or who were impressed by the candidate. They're all political. Every single award is political. It's who you know. It's how well you know them. It's how much money you spend campaigning for the awards. These Oscars, these Grammys, these Emmys, these Golden Globes, the studios spend millions of dollars on advertising and screener tapes and greasing the palms of the voting committees. They all are crooked. They all want the award because they know that that award is going to relate to is going to uh, you know uh, turn into ticket sales. They'll re-release the film. More people will buy the DVD. They'll rent it on Netflix or download it from from Xfinity. Whatever it is, that's their only reason. It's an investment. The award will put potential eyes on a movie that didn't do that well at the box office. And the ones that do well at the box office don't need to win any awards. Why? Because they've already won in the court of public opinion. Donald Trump is the blockbuster. He's the Fast and the Furious. He's the Avengers movie. He's the, you know, what's another big cheese? He's like the, I don't know, the Harry Potter, whatever it is. He's the blockbuster movie that gets all the tickets that all the people go see over and over again. That they can't wait to watch on Netflix. That they can't wait to order the DVD of with the Blu-ray and the bonus features. That's Donald Trump. And all these other politicians... They're the art house films that nobody cares about, nobody likes, but they're all fighting, trying to win awards and trying to win the acclaim of basically each other. I'll tell you, I'll tell you just a minute. Do you look, I don't think Donald Trump should win this Nobel Peace Prize. I don't think he cares about it. But you you tell me three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Should they give Donald Trump the Nobel Prize? Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. More of your phone calls coming up on the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Friday today. It's Friday! Also, I don't know if you've been on social media yet, but it's uh, May the 4th, which is like a huge thing with Star Wars people. Uh, you know what? I like Star Wars. I'm a big fan. Grew up on it, but 
I'm okay with the I'm okay with the stormtrooper memes. You know, I got I got enough of them. I got enough of them to last me till next May the fourth. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. I appreciate that. At three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Donald Trump. There's calls for him to win the Nobel Peace Prize. That's very nice. Thank you. Nobel. <laughs> I just want to get the job done. Just want to get so, jo- yeah, so I don't care about your awards. I just want the actual peace. I don't care about the peace prize. Let's just get the peace. 3401045. John in St. Augustine, how are you? What do you want to say, buddy? Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Good. I like listening to your show. I, I, I'm a little confused. I thought that sound effect of the unemployment dropping down was actually your ratings dropping down. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just playing, dude. I'm probably just playing. actually. I like your show, man. You know, honestly, who cares if Trump gets the Nobel Peace Prize? Obviously, he doesn't care. I don't care. You're right. Get the job done. That's all we need to do. He's he's doing that effectively. I voted for him. I'll vote for him again. And keep up the good work, buddy. Have a good day. Hey, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know what? The, speaking of my ratings dropping, there was a, the, my very first big radio job. I worked in Washington D.C. and I came into uh, I came into town. And I started this show uh, with a couple of people that I worked with, and we you know we thought we had a pretty good thing going. And we went in there every day, and we and we worked hard, and we had some laughs, and then somebody nominated us for an award. Like six months, six months after we'd been there, we got nominated for this big radio award. And it was two thousand and one. And it was right after 9-11. So we go to the ceremony because we're nominated. We walk in there and we win the award. True story. We won the award. It was six months. Nobody knew who we were. The grease man was even there because he was on the air in D.C. at the time. And I walk up to the podium and and the grease man's cussing at me. And I go to get this award and everyone's like, who is this person? And then, uh, you know, I come back and I sit back down and I'm telling everybody else, I won the award. I have the best show in Washington, D.C., the number one, everybody thinks this show is the best. And then two days later, the actual ratings came out. The ratings, where they tell you, know, how many people are listening to your show. And I was all excited because I just won this award. You know, I was just won the best radio show in Washington, D.C. Well, I had the award to prove it. And the ratings came out, and I sat down, and I looked at them, and I looked at the number one slot, and I was not there. And I kept looking. And... I turned the first page, and there on the second place, I found out that even though I had an award claiming that I was the best show on the air in Washington, D.C., I was rated number 11th, which was, or number 11, <laughs> 11th place. It was very traumatic. I couldn't even name at the time 10 other shows. So I was re- I was looking at stations I'd never seen, their call letters, I didn't know who these people were, and I was traumatized. And that's when I realized that awards don't mean anything. That McDonald's is never going to win any kind of culinary award. But more people go to that restaurant every day than any other. And they have billions of dollars. Harry Potter never won the Pulitzer Prize. But I would much rather be J.K. Rowling than any Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. Why? Because she's got all the money. By the way, I've had really great ratings since then. And I haven't won a single award either. 2001. My wife said, take it off your desk. It's embarrassing. Like 17 years ago. Put that thing away. 340-1045 is the number. (laughs) Should Trump get the Nobel Peace Prize? Your call's next. They funneled it through the law firm. Funneled through the law firm, and the president repaid it. Oh, I didn't know it. That's not what I thought it was going to be. That's okay. Never mind. That's not what I thought it was. I thought that was an open mic. Let's try this one. 
I would like to see them try to give him the Nobel Peace Prize in a ceremony and him straight up deny it in their face. <laughs> That's a good idea. That worked. Uh, 3 4 Donald Trump, apparently a lot of people want him to win the Nobel Peace Prize. The House Republicans sent a letter to the Nobel Peace Prize nomination committee. And they said, we would like to formally uh, do a nominate Donald J. Trump, president of the United States of America, for as this year's Nobel Peace Prize recipient. Um, no word on, on yet whether or not that's going to happen. But, you know, people are, are pointing to Korea, the North Korean peninsula, the fact that he's able to bring them together, the uh, potential denuclear, denuclearization, which is tough to say, of North Korea. Uh, you know, the fact that we may be all be able to go and uh, visit Pyongyang without worrying about, you know, coming back in a coma. All these kinds of things are reasons why Donald Trump, they're claiming, should be the Nobel Peace Prize recipient for the year. In fact, crowds at his rallies are starting to chant it. Absolutely, Trump should get the Nobel Peace Prize. What's more than giving up nuclear weapons by somebody that hates you and to force them to give up their weapons? Absolutely. That is peace through strength, baby. Go Trump. Okay, so that was the open mic that I was looking for. I found him. Anyway, that's okay. Here's the crowd. <laughs> no. That's very nice. Thank you. Yeah, by the way, this explains why I haven't won an award since 2001. I like, I like to point that out. 340-1045. Robin Hilliard, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm good. Good show, Mark. Oh, thanks, man. What uh, do you want to say, Rob? I think that if they, they offer it to him, President Trump ought to tell him he'll only take Obama's and they need to scratch his name off and put an this mask in his moment. They want they want the he wants the actual okay, I'll come and get the award, but I want the one you gave to Obama. Exactly. Scratch his name off of it and give it to me, because he didn't deserve it. I deserved it. And that's the only way I'll take it. Otherwise I'm going to Mar a Lago to play golf. Mike from St. Augustine, how are you? Hey, good. How you doing? Good, man. What do you want to say, Mike? Okay, uh, I love your show, man. And uh, I just, uh, you know, whether or not Donald Trump gets the Nobel Peace Prize or not, what did Obama do to get it? Nobody really <laughs> knows. He got elected president, and that's the that and that was the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ain't that a joke? Yeah, you're, <laughs> twice actually. He got elected president the same year, almost like months later. He got the Nobel Peace Prize. It was two thousand and what nine, I think. And he even joked about it. There was some comical show that he was on, and somebody said, "You won the Nobel Peace Prize." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Why?" Obama goes, "I really don't have any idea." And then, like two years later, he started dropping bombs on people. He started, I mean, he bombed more people, dropped like 20,000 bombs after he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And there were a lot of people saying, hey, you need to give it back. You need to give it back. 340-1045. Rick on the west side, how are you? What would you want to say? Uh, uh, great. Uh, nice talking to you, Mark. Uh, no, you didn't get one, but three awards. Yeah, of course, one for peace, one for economics. You just had the jobs report come out, uh, historic for um, black employment. And if Bob Dylan can get a uh, Nobel Prize for literature, I think Mr. Trump should get a <laughs> literature award for his tweets. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a great point. That's a great. Well, I mean, is <laughs> I don't know if tweets are. I don't know if tweets are considered literature, but you're right. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of uh, interesting prizes handed out lately. The um, what was it? Who just won the Pulitzer Prize for Damn? What was that? That was oh Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, uh, he won the Pulitzer Prize and for an album called Damn. And, you know, why not Donald Trump? 
<laughs> Three. The economics prize, definitely. That's that. That should he should be a shoe in. The amount of money that's flowing through this country. This is Anne. Thank you for calling the show. Anne, what do you want to say? Well, I just want to say Obama won a peace prize. The whole point of the prize is the word peace, and he did nothing for it. So. I hope they do take it away from him because he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. I mean, I think, like, once they give it to you, I think it's rare that they – it's not like Bill Cosby. I mean, maybe if Barack Obama did what Bill Cosby did – because remember Bill Cosby, he had all those horrible uh, accusations, and he started losing his honorary doctorates and all the buildings that had his name on it. They started they started ripping the letters down, and instead of the Bill Cosby building, it's now, you know, just – Building 92 or whatever they are, uh, you know, maybe that would happen. But in the meantime, I mean, this this North Korea thing clearly, clearly is the one of the biggest things to happen in the world since the world was created, since the Koreas were created. This is I mean, if this goes through, if Donald Trump gets the Korean Peninsula to, to have peace, finally, if he gets North Korea to stop building nuclear weapons, if he's able to bridge that gap because of his leadership and his and his his forceful diplomacy, which is really what it's it's been standing up to somebody and saying, hey, this is uh, this is something that needs to happen. If this is all real, then there's really no reason why Donald Trump wouldn't be the shoe. now, of course, he's not going to care. Uh, he's, he's, he's again, I, I want to get the job done and the job's getting done. And that's the thing about awards. The people who get the awards are usually not the ones who do the job because the people doing the job are way too busy doing the job than they are to focus on winning the awards. And so many people will live their lives trying to get awards. And then they walk away and they say that they have nothing to show for it, but some kind of gold medal. You know, it's like you should, you should work towards something, build something, build a business. You know, save some money. I, You know what I like are cash awards. If you tell me there's an award and it's a cash award, that's why I enjoy poker. You win a poker tournament, sure, you get a nice trophy, but you also get a check for $80,000. That's right. Cash awards, to me, are something worth working toward. But anything else is just, you know, it's just fluffing stuff. Ewu, Ewu, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hi. Hi, Mark. My name is Ewa. Oh, Ewa. I'm I apologize. Jacksonville, and I just wanted to make a comment. I, it's ironic that I'm turning on and listening to you. Um, you know, we want to Trump to win the Nobel Peace Prize, which I'm all for. However, this morning I read an article on Fox News stating that um, there's not going to be a Nobel Peace Prize this year due to some sexual discrimination allegations made by members that sit on that board uh, to hand out that award. Um, six have already resigned. There's supposed to be 18 on the board. Apparently right now there's 12. So they're saying that there's not going to be one given out this year. Mm. Well, and it's kind of ironic that, you know, <laughs> I, I would love to see him get it. You know, I think he deserves it. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't heard that. I haven't been to Fox News yet uh, today. But if you know what that sounds like to me, that sounds like to me them coming up with some excuse to not have to give Donald Trump the award. <laughs> That's this committee going, oh, my God, we're going to have to give Donald Trump the Nobel Peace Prize. What do we do? Quick, let's come up with some reason why we're not giving out the award this year and it'll just all fade into the background. That's that's it. That's an interesting point. I'm going to Google that. I'm going to I'm going to Wikipedia it and see if that actually happens. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. There was one year, 1939, in the midst of World War Two. There was a year that they basically the Nobel Prize Committee said there's no award this year because everybody is 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 acting up. There's no peace on the earth. Uh, so they didn't hand one out. 
And, you know, you can blame uh, you can blame Hitler for that. Wouldn't it be ironic if the next year that they didn't hand one out was Donald Trump's first year? Because how many people like to compare Donald Trump to Hitler? Oh, so many. 3401045. We got to take a quick break. That's what the music means. We'll be right back with more of the Mark K Show and more of your phone calls next on News 1045 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. You're too, you're that's too, very nice. Thank you. Yeah, that's very nice. No bell. <laughs> I just want to get the job done. Me so, too. Me too. That's what I'm not interested in prizes and awards. You keep your medallions, unless, of course, they have cash attached to them. Which, by the way, uh, somebody pointed out, Bill called in from Jacksonville. He couldn't hang on the bill. He did point out that the Nobel Peace Prize does come with a hefty cash award. $1.4 million. I forgot about that. So I'd like to throw my name back in the running, if I may. I haven't really done anything peaceful, but I haven't really done anything to disrupt the peace. And I feel like by not causing war... That's really a, a peaceful act. So, uh, so potentially I should be, I should be eligible for that. Also, we had, uh, somebody over the break, or uh, just before the break, rather, call and say that there would be no Nobel Peace Prize because of some kind of scandal. But Josh checked that out, uh, you know, on, on the Google. And apparently it's just a, the Peace Prize for literature. So, so the tweets are out, but the piece, uh, is still in. Mike, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing great, man. What'd you want to say? I think he deserves an award for, Draining that swamp up there. He's done a good job at it. Yeah, I mean, he's got to go a little faster, but because there's still there's still a lot of them swarming there's around. A lot, there's a lot of crocodiles in there. Got to get rid of first. <laughs> crocodile. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's when you mix a crocodile and a poodle. By the way, it's a crocodile. Not to be confused with a golden crocodile. But never mind. Uh, but you're, you're right. There's a lot going on. This Nobel Peace Prize. In fact, this whole let's take the prize out of it because again, he doesn't care about the prize. I don't care about the prizes. You shouldn't care about the prizes either because the number one prize is the presidency. The number one thing that Donald Trump is focused on is winning in 2020. And this is just another reason. This is just another notch in his belt or on his bedpost. Maybe we shouldn't say the bed, but anyway, notch in his belt as to why he's going to get reelected or why he should get reelected. You know, people are already thinking about ways that Donald Trump can win the election. 51% approval rating. That's a pretty good reason. 3.9% unemployment, pretty good reason. Shoving cash back into people's bank accounts in the form of tax cuts and tax cut bonuses from their employers. Excellent reason. In fact, I'm going to start a list. I'm starting a list right now, and I'm going to put money in my pocket is going to be the number one reason why Donald Trump is going to get reelected. Money in my pocket, money in your pocket, money in your bank account. That's the, the tax breaks, which are just I mean, here they're not going anywhere. This is just the first year. You haven't even really experienced the tax cut yet until you file your taxes next year. You have no idea how big this tax cut is for you. Yes, you may have gotten a bonus from your employer. Yeah, you may be seeing more in your paycheck every month. But wait till you file your taxes. Wait till you see either what you're getting back or what you owe. And that's when you're going to really wake up to the fact that this is making a huge economic impact on regular old everyday Americans like you and I. So money in my pocket, number one, North Korea, number two. Think about all the people that have never been able to experience North Korea the way they've wanted to. Think of all the people that have been dying to go to Pyongyang, but they don't want to go because they'll probably die. You know, dying to go to Pyongyang should not actually result in your death. 
opening that up to tourism and to economic benefits and just the peaceful. Think about all the people in Seoul, Korea, who have been living for the last, I don't know, 25, 30 years under the threat of nuclear annihilation because some whack job up north has his finger on a bunch of nuclear weapons and is just crazy enough to fire them off. Think about all the stress relief that that, that living in, in, in uh, Seoul, all that relief that's going to come from these accomplishments. That's another reason. Think about the wall, slowly but surely getting built. I don't think that the wall will be built by 2020. Why? Because Donald Trump needs something to run on again. Half the wall will be built. And he's going to say, all right, look, you want me to deliver, deliver on the second half? Fine. You got to deliver on the second half of my presidency first. I fully expect that to happen. Nobody's rushing the wall for that very reason. And then let's, of course, not forget probably the best reason to reelect Donald Trump. Let's not forget that despite your, the fact that you're getting a massive tax cut, despite the fact that you're getting a wall on the border, despite the fact that North Korea is going to be denuclearized and peaceful, despite all of that, let's not forget the number one reason why we must keep Donald Trump in office for a second term, and that is... Space Force. Space Force, dudes. Come on, Space Force. It's May the 4th. We need a Space Force. Space Force. That's why I may vote for it. He may, he may have won my vote with that. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. They're telling me to leave, like forcefully. I'll be back Monday, maybe. Oh, no, I won't. I'll be back on Wednesday, live from the players. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. See ya. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.